Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up and pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck, to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Psalm 36, verses 5 through 10. Your steadfast love, O Lord, extends to the heavens, your faithfulness to the clouds. Your righteousness is like the mighty mountains. Your judgments are like the great deep. You save humans and animals alike, O Lord. How precious is your steadfast love, O God. All people may take refuge in the shadow of your wings. They feast on the abundance of your house, and you give them drink from the river of your delights. For with you is the fountain of life. In your light we see light. O continue your steadfast love to those who know you, and your salvation to the upright of heart. Jeremiah chapter 3, verses 19 through 25. I thought how I would set you among my children and give you a pleasant land, the most beautiful heritage of all the nations. And I thought you would call me my father and would not turn from following me. Instead, as a faithless wife leaves her husband, so you have been faithless to me, O house of Israel, says the Lord. A voice in the bare heights is heard, the plaintive weeping of Israel's children, because they have perverted their way. They have forgotten the Lord their God. Return, O faithless children, I will heal your faithlessness. Here we come to you, for you are the Lord our God. Truly, the hills are a delusion, the orgies on the mountains. Truly, in the Lord our God is the salvation of Israel. But from our youth the shameful thing has devoured all for which our ancestors had labored, their flocks and their herds, their sons and their daughters. Let us lie down in our shame and let our dishonor cover us, for we have sinned against the Lord our God, we and our ancestors, from our youth even to this day, and we have not obeyed the voice of the Lord our God. 1 Corinthians chapter 7 verses 1 through 7. Now concerning the matters about which you wrote, it is well for a man not to touch a woman. But because of the cases of sexual immorality, each man should have his own wife and each woman her own husband. The husband should give to his wife her conjugal rights and likewise the wife to her husband. For the wife does not have authority over her own body, but the husband does. Likewise, The husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. Do not deprive one another, except perhaps by agreement for a set time, to devote yourselves to prayer, and then come together again, so that Satan may not tempt you because of your lack of control. This I say by way of concession, not of command. I wish that all were as I myself am, but each has a particular gift from God, one having one kind and another a different kind. Here ends the reading. We've reached the end of the second week after Epiphany, 
and the scripture has us continue thinking about families and couples and um, a deep abiding love for one another. And yesterday it was harsh or harsher. Today is somewhat um, conciliatory. Jeremiah's passage, um, God is speaking to Israel rather sadly, um, reminiscing about what could have been, um, talking about how um, God thought that Israel would be different, that if they had a pleasant land and um, uh, that they were um, as in love with God as God was with them, that they'd become the most beautiful heritage of all the nations. And in the end, Israel uh, speaks to God and it's a lamentation, may, may be taking responsibility for their unfaithlessness, unfaithfulness. Um, and so it's, it's somewhat hopeful. Um, it is an acknowledgement of what has happened um, in this case by the antagonist, Israel, that um, has created conflict uh, in, this, in the story of God and God's people. And the New Testament, uh, Paul, um, the scripture paired with this reading, discusses marriage and gives some direction. And it's interesting and I think important to note that everybody, or both adults in the marriage, uh, are given instructions. And that this direction and um, responsibility for is completely mutual. Um, that... The, the man owes things to the woman and the woman owes thing, things to the man. Um, and in, in our own modern lens, um, we may hear Paul referring to the man first and think, well, that's his primary audience. But his first direction is, look, it's, it's no different. Um, you know, gender doesn't differentiate in terms of responsibilities in relationship. Um, and it, it still makes me think of, as I mentioned yesterday, women in um, all different forms of military service, including um, frontline combat, elite special operations units. Um, and it was, it was actually kind of fun yesterday. Um, my daughter went with me, two-year-old daughter, went with me to a, a VA appointment. And there on the chair is this USA Today newspaper, physical newspaper, which I don't think she's come across yet. She's reading about one of their feature um, articles where she's looking at the pictures and telling me what they say. Um, but this feature article has, its title is Women Warriors, and it talks about the accomplishments of women. And uh, I think one of the pictures in there was the first enlisted woman to graduate from ranger school. Um, and so the uh, God is pragmatic. God recognizes that um, responsibility and maturity and agency um, are, are co-equal between partners, between God and Israel and between two people in a partnership. Um, and it's, I think it'll be interesting to see how the military and its culture adapt to um, the, the breaking down of the barrier around women um, for some of these jobs that have been reserved and have been um, 
looked up upon, you know, kind of venerated. And I, I make a play about how Pew uh, Pew HQ is about grunts, and historically that's mostly been men. Um, but it's it'll be very interesting to see how um, the lowest of the low, um, who can take the most suck. Um, I think we'll see that that it's not a big deal, and that it's um, it will it will alter the way that the military attaches who we are um, and how um, important we are to the mission when that is decoupled from, you know, our, our biological sex. Um, I know uh, some women who worked in the aid station, but they were, they were medics technically, and they, um, the closest I ever saw a female in one of my units was in the battalion aid station. And um, I think it's, I think it's important that um, we're in this moment now, and this is the, the second week of ordinary time after Epiphany, um, and we're thinking about what vision is is God giving us as as uh, God's people here in America, and and for my audience, God's people who wear the uniform. Um, what is it that we can learn from this moment? as um, the, the diversity within the ranks and within the most venerated positions, which are ironically the lowliest, um, most um, resilient individuals or, or characters in our story, which are grunts, 11 bravos, green berets, um, when those roles will be, will be filled with women and they'll have co-equal responsibility, but also co-equal um, honor and dignity. I think it's a, a wonderful moment to be to be a part of, of this and see what um, to see what God does um, in in the military and with um, with God's people. Their frailty, a poem by Siegfried Sassoon. He's got a blighty wound. He's safe and then, worse fine and bold and bright. She can forget the doomed imprisoned men who agonize and fight. He's back in France. She loathes the listless strain and peril of his plight. Beseeching heaven to send him home again, she prays for peace each night. Husbands and sons and lovers everywhere, they die where bleeds us white. Mothers and wives and sweethearts, they don't care so long as he's all right. Thank you for falling into Pew Pew HQ's first formation, where we share morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support this podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash firstformation. You can sponsor morning prayer for pew pew people with as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, you can become a co-host yourself by recording a lectionary reading and sending it to me to be included in a weekday episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts can be found in earlier episodes, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in First Formation in this or any way. 
Finally, and maybe most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a voice message feature on Anchor's iOS or Android apps. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it. Three ways to participate in morning prayers for Pew Pew people. I hope you will continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been and always will be Logan Isaac. Always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.